This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. That's right. Welcome to it on a Monday on the block here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com, or the Sarder Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I'm Austin Norman, joined as always by the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA veteran, the man, the myth, the legend, Eric Strickland. Strick, how's Dallas? How's the hibachi? Man, the food was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Great time. My niece was happy. Um, Gave her... Some great gifts, had a great time, man, and now we're back on the block. It's another Monday, long and great weekend of a lot of sports. We can't get to them all, but my goodness, it, it was a crazy weekend, man, and uh, just looking forward to getting it, getting getting back home later tonight and being back in studio with you, my friend. Excellent. We can't wait to have you back. What do we got for you on the show today? Uh, we're going to get into that busy Husker weekend that Strick just mentioned. A lot of good results all around from all sorts of teams. We'll touch on a lot of that, especially the men's basketball win back over 500. It's been a while, but they're there. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk to Cluster Johnson coming up next segment. I always enjoy our chats with him. We'll play the shootout at the end of the hour. And then at the top of the 3 o'clock hour, we're getting into the NCAA's first NIL infractions that they handed down uh, to Miami women's basketball. What does it mean? Who's affected? Who's not affected? We'll dive into that. And then at the bottom of the 3 o'clock hour, a Nebraska football recruiting conversation with Brian Munson of Husker Online on 3. You won't want to miss that. You also won't want to miss out on Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Charles and his crew, as always, cooking up the good stuff for you down at 27th and Pine Lake in Lincoln. Strick, let's start with the men's basketball win over Minnesota. Not necessarily a thing of beauty. Nebraska leads by 10 at the halftime break. Could have been more, probably should have been more, but the Huskers find a way to just keep Minnesota at arm's length. Never really extend, but just just arm's length away. Well, one of the things is I told you they'd win by double digits, and so that just mark that down. <laughs> that's one that we did. You did. That's, you that's a point no, for you. I said yes. That's a combat win for me to start off the week. But uh, yes, um, they look they look they look good, and and here's why I say they look good. Not necessarily that. It was a dominating performance, but they held their own in the rebound category. They didn't. Uh, they 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 turned them over pretty well throughout the game. What twelve or thirteen um, steals? Yeah, which is which is double what their average is. I think they only averaged like just about at six, and so you had that. But but most importantly, Minnesota didn't go away. <laughs> they 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 stayed in the fight and they kept getting it down to six. Now old Nebraska teams. They would have faltered. They could have fallen. They would have gave in. Um, they didn't have that that factor to just really take the game and change it and, and make every time they made a run, they shut it down. Whether it was a transition bucket, Greaso getting downhill, a post up, Casey Tamanega not, not a big bucket. Um, I love that the freshman was really aggressive and Jamarcus Lawrence coming out early in the game. So you saw a lot of great things there especially the fact that Greasel didn't play very well to start the game, but yet finished the game uh, shooting at about 50%. And, uh, and then here's the other good part of it. 
they started off their free throws in the first half was at 60 something, 65%, if I remember correctly. And to finish the game, that's finishing games. They executed, they ran their stuff, they knew where they wanted to get to, they found the guys that 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 were going to make plays for them, and then they hit free throws when it mattered. So those are the things that 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 you've got to love about how that game finished. You look at what Nebraska's done uh, since that loss at Michigan. You've won four in a row. You come back from 17 points down against Wisconsin. Great second half, stellar overtime. You go to Rutgers, you put up 82 points on the best defense in the conference. You know, a top 25 defense nationally, if not top 10 defense nationally. You come back, you battle Maryland, you know, tooth and nail, down to the wire, you pull out an overtime win. You played well for basically the second half of Wisconsin on. So two and a half straight games, plus a couple overtimes of playing really good, really solid basketball. You were due for one that didn't feel quite as good. Right, You've been playing at that high a level for so long, but you found a way to win. You found a way to execute down the stretch. And Strike, that to me is another sign that this, this team, maybe not this program, but this team at the very least, has grown up, has learned how to win a little bit, and that's a great step in the right direction. Yeah, there's no question about it. Um, they're, they're growing right before your eyes, and you, you got to love that. Now it's where can we go from here? Well, we're not done. You you still got a you still you still got a chance to really do something great. You can finish off doing something you haven't done in years. I think going back to like 217, 218, one, you've done that, winning four games, but breaking that by winning five in a row is, is it would be a tremendous feat. And then doing it on the road against an Iowa team that has kind of been playing pretty well as of late, a big win that they're coming off of. They want revenge on you based on the way that they played. Uh, against you there in your own building. Um, It's a chance to draw closer and it's a chance to close out basically getting uh, avoiding that first first night. Um, Obviously, Wisconsin still has a tough game ahead of them that they have to play in order to close out their season and uh, finish it off. They've got to they've still got to play Purdue and they've got to finish off with uh, Minnesota. Uh, at Minnesota. So this Purdue game can help. Obviously, if they lose that, and, and even if Nebraska, that's still, they're still able to, to, to take them over on that. They've got advantages in that. But still, you will finish it off with a great note if you can get closer to that 500 mark and then find yourself going into the tournament with a day off and then just seeing what happens. I don't think uh, there, there's a lot of teams that would feel great about drawing them in, the first, uh, in their first game. So let's just see how it goes. 402-464-5685 if you have thoughts on the Nebraska basketball win over Minnesota. Strick, you look at that box score and what you see is Sam Griesel leading the way with 19 points, but you have C.J. Wilshire with 12 points, you have three guys with 11, and then Derek Walker at 10 to round out six players scoring in double figures. And on the text line from Nebraska ball fan, uh, he asks, do you guys think this Minnesota game was the most all-around complete game for C.J. Wilshire? Um, so, obviously, the way he shot the ball in the Northwest, I mean, uh, in the Rutgers game, mm-hmm. that that was probably his best shooting game that I, I've seen, um, you know, especially this year. Now, all around, one of the things that you can tell that C.J. Wilshire has done is he's grown – in that he's been watching Tamanaga because those two players we've talked about throughout the whole season, they are drawing basically runoff type defenses, mm-hmm. meaning that the minute they catch, I don't care who's there, the next rotation guy, the big, 
or whoever is showing out on them, they're they're basically not letting them get a look, right? So he's figured out, like Tamanaga has, who learned throughout the season, how to cut, how to uh, work off of screens, how to set guys up to basically find themselves in back cut situations. So when you talk about his overall game, you're talking about his defense also. His defense has gotten a, a, a tremendously better. He's more active. He's not letting guys just beat him. Whereas in the past, if a guy kind of got a step or a shoulder by him, he was really caught behind and, and you know, it, it, it provided a shot opportunity for the offense. But now he's really recovering well. He's finding himself getting in and involving himself, getting active hands in the defense. So I would agree with Nebraska. Uh, it was a Nebraska – hold on, who was it? Um, Nebraska Yeah, Nebraska ball fan. Ball fan. Nebraska ball fan that he this is probably his one of his best overall games again six Huskers in double figures and Sam Hoiberg with four strict the Sam Hoiberg hustle play he gets the offensive rebound saves it inbounds uh, CJ Wilshire misses the lay but Sam Hoiberg's there to Jose Alvarado style come poke it out I just laughed when I saw that play it was the peskiest stupidest way for Nebraska to earn two points but I loved it and it was awesome he continues to make an impact and again that's a player with a sense for a moment and a team that finds ways to make those little plays to swing a game. Well, here's the thing. For so many long, Austin, um, a lot of Nebraska fans, a lot of you know people just watching have been saying, okay, you get Bryce McGrowns, you've got the the, you know, you've got Alonzo Verge coming over and what he's able to do. You're you're watching all of this talent, and still people weren't bought in. People were saying, show me, prove it. Let me see. And what happened was this team, once they went through all the adversity, yes, they've had the ups and downs. They've had great wins early. Then they had some troubling losses. Then you started to kind of hear the here we go again type of conversations. But what you saw is Nebraska fans love what this team is doing at the defensive end, at the hustle part of it. And they're watching stories like Casey Tamanaga and they're watching stories like Sam Hoiberg start to emerge and they're getting excited about this team. They showed up, they showed out. Most times, most people wouldn't have showed up for a Minnesota game. It was, you know, they're like one in 15 in conference. I mean, there's like, you know, you're like, okay. <laughs> most people, they showed up, they came out. So I'm expecting that it would be the same thing on, to, uh, on the game uh, t- Tuesday when Miss, uh, Mich- uh, Michigan State comes in town. And so they've got a chance to do something. You take care of home, you're going to probably solidify yourself for, uh, uh, you know, the Big Ten tournament, which is which is going to be a huge and important uh, factor for them. Eight o'clock tip for Nebraska and Michigan State on Tuesday at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Fred Hoiberg's never beat Michigan State. He also hadn't beat Maryland. So in a season of firsts, maybe there's another one. Keeping the basketball conversation going on the women's side, strict Nebraska basketball takes care of business against Northwestern, 80-64 to the final. Uh, pretty good defensive effort by the Huskers in the first and fourth quarters. The offense picked it up in the third, and they secure the number eight seed in the Big Ten tournament. They'll take on Michigan State in the first round. That'll be Thursday at 1130. You found a way to end the season with a win. That was huge. And now getting the one seed for potentially your second game isn't great, but Strick, this is a team that needed to win to close out the regular season and needs a big opportunity like Indiana to try to play itself back onto the right side of the bubble. Well, the way that they played the last few games, um, you know, that's that's the stuff you got to do. When you've got a, 
you're not playing against a great team. You got to go out and dominate. And and it, and that's what they did. They went out and mm-hmm. dominated. Obviously, we've got to continue to get Jazz Shelley to uh, continue to play well and shooting the ball. But freaking A, a 13 rebound night, six assists. Uh, they've got to continue to watch their turnovers. It's just it, it, they they would be so much better if they're just not getting these bad turnovers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's they're going to have to play a more clean game, uh, especially in that area. They've got to continue to shoot the ball uh, better. I mean, the first quarter shooting thirty percent—that's not a great start. Sixteen from three, uh, but then they got better as the game went along. And but they've got to shoot the ball from three well. And I'm talking about from all uh, players: Jazz Shelley, Izzy Bourne. Um, you know, um, who else uh, that shoots it? Alexis, even when she gets stretch opportunities, when you get good looks, you're going to have to knock those down because it's it's not going to be easy, especially you're going to find yourself playing against the number one seed if you're able to get through that first game. Michigan State's a good draw for them, I think. I think they match up well with Michigan State. And so um, we'll, we'll see what kind of run they make. That game's going to tell a lot, especially if they can take care of the ball. Absolutely. So again, 1130 on Thursday, tip off for Nebraska and Michigan State. Nebraska did win the only matchup in the regular season. It was 71 to 67. Uh, Three players in double figures for Nebraska in that one. Izzy Bourne led the way with 20 points on eight of 10 shooting uh, from the floor. Sam Hybe and Alexis Markowski had 11 points each. Uh, Quick hat tips as well to the baseball and softball teams. Softball has a very successful weekend. They play Oklahoma State close in game one. They do fall three to one, but then you respond with a, a no-hitter victory in there. One out away strike from a perfect game, which a no-hitter is awesome. Perfect game would have been absolutely incredible. Uh, then a couple run rule wins before a one nothing uh, defensive win. Baseball's on the board. They win all three games this weekend. First one was tight. It was 5-4, and then the offense really got heated up. Uh, in a 15-3 win on Saturday and 9-3 win on Sunday. Good to see bat ball sports get back on the right track after a, a rough weekend last weekend. I mean, they, they, <laughs> I mean, you just look at what that schedule is. I mean, you get off to a pretty good start, you know, um, lose a tough one to South Dakota State, but then you find yourself going through a gauntlet in the Tax Act, uh, Clearwater Invitational. I mean, you're going against uh, four top 10 teams in a short minute uh, span of time, you get blown out. Um, you, 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 like you did have that, that great game. Um, that one, that one game that you did have against uh, Oak state. Um, then you get blown out by UCLA. Um, they're number two team in the country. Let's, let's just be real. Virginia tech, you play close. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, get the win. And then you, you have another tough one against uh, um Arkansas, and then again, you have that close game with Oakie State after they blew you out, and then ten run. I mean, they they run ruled you. So those are that was a tough stretch that they got to go through. Now they're finding themselves in the middle portion of their their conference. These are the games they've got to stack. Mm-hmm. They've got to stack wins, Austin. If they stack wins, then you'll get to go down to Arizona. Arizona's always a tough tough run i don't care that you know where they're ranked or not they're they're still going to be a tough team to play especially down there in arizona but if you can that's going to be a great test for you if you can stack in this in these next games that you have coming up and then you know we'll see how it happens after that absolutely speaking of stacking wins the champ is at three wins right now the champ is uh, in his building in dallas we'll play the shootout with strick in 2025 minutes your chance for 15 dollars to buffalo wings and rings but coming up next we have a conversation with cluster johnson two-time national champion former husker football player we'll step aside get connected with cluster and bring you that conversation next <laughs> 